This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, hey guys. Welcome to the Donna and Steve Experience, Tuesday edition on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Woo. Yeah, we're here to entertain, baby. Don't do that. It's okay. a uh, it's a Tuesday, which means coming up in hour three today, we have got the same name game with Boo. DJ Rock Lobster. No, so that's going to be a whole lot of fun. Uh, Donna, what are you doing? Why are you booing? I'm kidding. I don't know. That's not, there's not even a winner and a loser in that game. That's just a nice thing that Rocco does to provide content for our show. Yeah, it's very fun. It's very fun. It, we're just basically giving our opinion on what song is better than the other. With two the same show, name. Square off. No, two song. Gosh, what a stupid start to this show. Boy, Here's the you thing. suck. Let's start, start all over, okay? okay. Ready? Hey. Hey. hey, everybody. Tuesday edition of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. We're Good talking morning, Steve. Uh, Son of a gun, Steve. You had a pregnant pause there. It felt like you were... You're a pregnant pause. Hey, now, so don't... Can we do it one more time? Let's try All it right, again. All right, sure, here we go. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. I left TV for this. <laughs> and we got stuck with them. Hey. It's fine. Uh, 10.30 today. Let's just look ahead to the middle of the show. Let's get as far yeah. away from the beginning as we can. Love it. Uh, same name game, 1130. College of Pop Culture. <laughs> College... I don't have any more music yeah. left uh, to start over. <laughs> Sorry. The College of Pop Culture Knowledge is a game we play every day, and we will play it at 1030. We play it at that time always. Um, anyway, we'll get to all that. But, boy, the, the Internet is talking this morning, and they're talking about Donna Valentine. Me? Yesterday, after the show, <laughs> uh, Donna said, hey, are we supposed to still be doing those uh, videos? We're supposed to shoot you know, social media videos? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Quinny then comes up to us, Q-Dog, our social media guy. Coincidentally. And said, yeah, and he was like, hey, uh, I want to shoot a video with you guys. It's Monday. Give you a week off. And we were like, okay, great. And uh, I, I, you know, I had been messing around with Donna's giant bag. She always has at least one giant bag with her. So we were like, let's just go mess around yeah, with your we bag. Yeah, we have nothing planned whatsoever. We're like, let's just bring this bag and we'll figure it out as we go. And uh, so then what we did is we just plopped the bag down and then I just went through it one item at a time and we <laughs> we got rid of that entire thing. Um, but I have to tell you, there was quite the surprise that was waiting for us. And for those of you who have yet to see it, it's on my talks uh, Instagram. It's on my Instagram. It's on Donna's Facebook. It's on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. My talks Facebook. It's all over the place. Um, 
But right now, there are, I mean, we have well over 400 comments, uh, <laughs> about 70,000 views from Facebook and Instagram together. People are seeing this. People are are similarly shocked as I was and as you were when we got to the very bottom of the bag. And as luck would have it, <laughs> for the sake of a, you know an entertaining video, I couldn't believe what I looked down, saw, and then revealed to the audience. It is... Uh, <laughs> It's a you know it's about a minute and a half two minute video. It is worth the wait. Let it build. Don't scrub through it. Let it come to you in its proper timing. <laughs> it is fantastic. <laughs> it's a little embarrassing, but you know what? I'll take one for the team. I don't care. <laughs> here's what. Here's one comment in particular that I just thought was funny without giving anything away. Okay. Donna suddenly reminds us of the kid in first grade whose desk was not unlike that bag of hers. <laughs> Instead of the blank that we found, she said in her class, they found a cheeseburger in this kid's desk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, hey, Billy, we're going to clean out the desk now. It's the end of the year. It's almost time for oh, summer. Oh, no, Billy. Who left this cheeseburger Oh, here? my gosh. Our listeners are very funny, by the way. Yes. Their comments, just hilarious. Oh. You, and a lot of people, um, <laughs> by the way, one of your old colleagues Adam West, I saw you just commented on your Facebook, said, least surprising thing I've seen today. <laughs> I was like, that's my guy right there. He knows what we're talking about. Uh, but yeah, a lot of people have a lot of thoughts about this, Donna. It was it was just... Outside of what we found at the end... It's a marvel. Would you say that there's room for improvement yes. on how we organize the bag? Absolutely. A lot of loose papers. Ooh, yeah, okay, so maybe getting some dividers, although that bag looks a little floppy, <laughs> and as much as it's just like a casual bag, that doesn't allow for dividers. Uh, yes, yes. It's just, you know, it's like a shopping bag. I'm sorry. Multiple people commented that they <laughs> almost choked and died <laughs> when it finally came out. Oh uh, so, oh, Queen, Queen B says, I peed at the end. Oh, boy. I bet Donna had something in her bag for that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How could she not? How could she not? I mean, it's funny because I'm not a mom. And you would think that I was with all the stuff that I carried. You know, there were no crackers or, you know. No right. goldfish. No goldfish, no Cheerios. Although, I did bring up, it's funny that you mentioned kids, because as my kids and my wife and I watched this video last night, um, and they were laughing at just all of the things in it, The and a lot of women came to your defense. You know, they were like, yes, Queen, I have this same thing in my right. bag, or this is what my car I, looks I like. I totally understand this. Um, but there are always a few oddball items that are in there that, you know, it's like two of the three of these things is one of the same. One of these things does not belong. There's always a hot disc in here. And we I said, you know, she's brought a cordless phone into work before. She's brought remote. Uh, television remote controls in before. And I said, you know, what's odd about it, Lou. She doesn't live with a three-year-old who's dropping things into the back. Right. So it's it's Donna in the hustle and bustle of your average modern working woman's day. And she's like, oh, grab this, grab this, and... Can't know. forget my Garfield phone. <laughs> and she, trust me, there's room for it. Listen. She can fit it. I use my bag to carry things from the basement to my bedroom. Wow. Like, I can explain the phone. The phone was in there because I wanted to put it back on its charging station. 
which is in the bedroom. So I just throw it in my purse, which I know is coming with me. Makes perfect sense, right? I mean, I don't, Steve, do you want to tell her? <laughs> I mean, I don't think it does. I think it's weird that you carry your purse around as a gathering bag for just, I mean, can we get a final square footage on this palace that you live in <laughs> where bags are needed, carry-on luggage necessary just for you to tote said items from one floor I to the next? I don't know. Next. It's like 2,600 square feet. Do you maybe? have a home tote? A home basket? I don't, but that's another idea. But then I'd have to carry the basket and the bag. No, leave the bag. Yeah. Oh, okay. Set the bag down. Yeah, just have a home home basket. What, do you walk into the kitchen, you drag your purse in there with you? If there's something in it, I need. <laughs> Can I go now? Uh, but, but here's the thing. Anyway, check out the video. Watch the video. Watch it until the end. And if you need a laugh or just a little joy, read the comments. because oh, It's people... a very cute bag, by the way. Right. You know why I got this? Because Colleen, Colleen. Lindstrom yep. had one and she was like, Donna, do you love my bag? And I said, yes, I do. And she said, Timu, for, I don't know. It, less than $20. Yeah. And I said, would you be mad if I got the same one? I'll get it in a different color. And that's exactly what I did. And I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. And it, it quite literally is the gift that keeps on giving. So thank you, Donna. Thank you, Steve. For bringing that in. Good day. Uh, you can always email the show, Donna and Steve Show at mytalk1071.com. We love to hear what you're thinking and bring you in to be part of the show. When we return, uh, we'll wake our brains up a little bit here, okay? We got out of that. Now we'll do a couple things that make you go, huh? Do you think you know the number of fireplaces that are in the White House? Like if they listed it on Zillow, hmm. would it mention in the product description or property description rather? Here's how many fireplaces there are. Try to guess. Okay. You think it's a lot? You yes. think it's a little? Hmm. We'll get into it. When we come back, it's Donna. It's Steve. It's my talk. Oh, you know what, guys? You know what else I had in my giant bag of tricks? I also had my shaker for my profile plan shakes. I had a profile plan bar. Um, You could see what I'm talking about by coming out to profile plan over in Minnetonka. I'm going to be out there on Thursday. It's right by Ridgedale near the Target over there. I'm going to be out there from 6 to 7. It's an open house, so you are absolutely welcome to come by for some profile food samples, like my favorite bar, which is the Fudge Graham. You're going to love it. Plus, they're going to be having raffles. They're going to have giveaways. And everyone who comes can get a 3D body scan. This technology is so cool. In fact, I'm going to get my six-week body scan coming up at Profile Plan tomorrow. You can ask my health coach, Rachel, any questions you might have. And right now, Profile Plan is offering six weeks of nutrition coaching and a custom meal plan for 30% off. Uh, Stop into Profile Plans Minnetonka location. I could tell you more about that. And you could just go online right now to profileplan.com slash Twin Cities to learn more. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071 where talk is fun. All right. Uh, you want an intro? Do you have it ready? I do. Oh, yeah, please. Thanks, Donna. That it's was official. Nice. You're welcome. Um, How many square feet do you think they'll... You know, I'll, I'll ask you. To, we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get to that. But I saw this interesting little fun fact about the White House... I don't know that I ever would have guessed this correctly. Now, the White House is big. We'll put it that way. Uh, but are, are there a lot 
of fireplaces in this, or are there few, just in a few select rooms? How many fireplaces do you think are in the White House? My guess is a lot, for sure. So, like, think of the Zillow listing, you know? 27. Features, 27. Ooh, 27. Big money, big money. All right, all right. Yeah. Holly, what say you? I'm going to go with a nice 20. I am going to go under. Okay. 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 One of you, very, very close. And we kept the prices right rules in effect, closest without going Uh, over. There are 28 fireplaces (gasps) in the White House. Donna, you were one off. That is amazing. Yeah, winner. That's incredible. I was gobsmacked by that. I, I, I know that the White House is big. I don't think I knew it was as big as I just found out that it was. But 28. Should we guess how big yeah. it is? Square footage, right? Yeah, yeah. square footage. Very. Zillow listing. Okay. So this is like a lot of homes in one is my guess. There's a lot. You know, there's, there's so many rooms. There's so many guest rooms. There's an entire apartment. Um, yeah, I guess there's staff that has to live there. Do people live there beside the president? I don't think so. All right, well then. Maybe staff. There's the Oval Office. Okay. There's a nap room somewhere. There's yeah. There's a bowling alley. There's all sorts of stuff. Um, Square footage to the White House. Because it doesn't look that big from the outside. It feels it like the doesn't. kind of thing, when you see it in person, you're like, hmm, that's cute. <laughs> you know, it just looks so grand and big when you see it on your TV screen. When it fills the frame, it feels just a little more I'm going to say it's about... 300,000 square feet. Oh, my gosh, Donna. <laughs> I don't know. Holly, I mean, do you want to give a guess? I mean, maybe 20,000 square feet. Jeez Louise. Yeah, that makes more sense. I feel dumb now. Can I go? Donna. No, your name's on the show. Oh, shoot. Too late. All, Too right. Late. all right, all right, all right. Uh, the White House is approximately 55,000 square feet. Not 300,000. Okay, I don't Are you, know. Is that what you do in guessing games when someone's like, oh my gosh, I got such a good deal on this sweater. Mm. Guess how much? A dollar. <laughs> okay. Wow. I anyway. did good on the first one. Okay, so. Um, so then I, I did this 50, little deep dive. How much? 55,000. Okay. Okay. <laughs> What's that mean? You're not like impressed you with that? No, that's pretty yeah. good. That's pretty okay. good. That makes sense now. How long did it take to build the White House? Now, if HGTV got their hands on it, it'd be done in an hour. But in real life, how long did it take to build the White House? Um, 45 years. Golly. <laughs> it took eight years, Donna. Okay. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's a long time. From 1792 to 1800. Mm-hmm. And then that one got damaged, you know. There was a fire. Um, yeah, there right? was a fire. Yeah, yeah. You know, that place has got to be super haunted. I thought you were going to say not up to code. I bet they keep There's up no with way it. they're pulling permits on all this stuff. They're the president. It seems Build like there it. would be scaffolding all the time there. I tell you what, has New York ever experienced a scaffolding-free day? What Thank are we doing? You. I mean, never. There's always scaffolding. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced some of the scaffolding is just there just as rain cover. Well, you need to have those now. Why? What's on happening? On your building in New York City because they don't want stuff to drop on your head. So it's just the scaffolding isn't necessarily because they're doing any work. Stop it. It's because they don't want an Acme anvil to fall on somebody's okay. head. And then they be- Can we make it a little prettier then? Donna, it's industrial. No, it looks terrible. You know, like you go into sometimes like those uh, those breweries and they don't even have drywall like where the ceiling would be. It's just sure. like, look at my beams. Yeah, some apartments are like that too. Um, Thank you. The White House has 132 rooms. Is this just the White House edition of things that well, make you it, go Well, it is because I got so interested in the 28 fireplaces that I was like, what else is out there that I don't understand about this place called the White House? Which, by the way, it was originally called the President's House or the Executive Mansion until Teddy Roosevelt said, uh-uh, that's called the White House. Hmm. That happened in 1901. The White House has 132 rooms. It has... 35 bathrooms. Ooh. Wow. But is it a is you, it a 35 bath one bed home? I bet some of those are half bath. They got it. Yeah, they have yeah. powder rooms. Uh-huh. I wonder if they have like a full lavatory, you know, like at the airport. Oh, sure, like for oh, guests. I bet so. Yeah, they'd have to, right? Yeah. Yeah, cuz it's a business as well, you know, like there are people that are on the worky side of it. Most and they need of them. to go. Yeah. Sure. Do you think if you're the president, you decide at one point, every day this month, I'm going to use a different Pee toilet? Different oh, toilet. I the would. White House. I that would. That would be so fun. But I wonder how far away one could be. You know, how long would it take to walk from the furthest point in the White House oh, to sure. the opposite furthest point in the White House? None of that made sense, but you know what I mean. Of course. Uh, let's see here. Did you know that there's an annual egg roll? An annual Easter egg yes. roll on its lawn. Yes. Not just like a hunt, but a roll. What does that mean? I think that they're rolling eggs. Yeah, just scooting them down for competitive purposes. Sure. <laughs> Donna wants to put some money down on this. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just wondering, are we just rolling eggs? Like, hey, everybody, yeah, yeah, no. let's just roll Yeah, it's competitive, eggs. heavy betting. Paul uh, Allen calls it. It's very theatrical. <laughs> You'll good, love it. And good news for the uh, city of New York. Mayor Eric Adams has unveiled a plan to remove unsightly sheds and scaffolding from New York City. Thank you. That's my mayor right there. That's nice to hear. Thanks for following up.
That was um, great. Oh, a quick little update on the Northern Lights last oh, yes. night. I remember to go out, tell you what I saw. All right. Um, and oh, a horror story about a plane and an entire flight's worth of baggage that next. And we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. So much fun. People have a good time. Thank you for adding that. It's what makes us work. You know, this sort of repartee. Well, I know, right? It's like rat-a-tat-tat. The timing is always... It's like a lot of people say they listen to the show, and it's like Aaron Sorkin wrote the thing. (laughs) You know, never a beat, just boom, boom. And each sentence so dense with layered meaning. I do like an Aaron Sorkin show. I know you do. I do like... I do. I like it. I, I like a. It. I like when I'm in the middle of a monologue from a character in a show, and I know that the things being said would never be said, but I'm going with it in the moment. Okay. I. What? What's happening? Je- Jeff Daniels, opening monologue, more or less. Oh God! In the new, I'm not going to play it. I'm just it's gonna, reminding people. It's kind of annoying. It's great. You, you're I watched it. You went no, but you watched it. I know exactly what you did. You did what you do all the time, which is so unfair. You see me get hyped up. This is like big sister, little brother kind of thing. You see me get all hyped up, and I'm like, Donna, you're gonna love it. And then because I over ratcheted the excitement, you go in. Here's your body language, Donna. In, okay. in, internally, your arms are folded, and it's like. Okay, make me laugh a little bit. Like, it's all of you. I is went closed in off with an open heart and mind. I've never known it you just, to go into anything like that. <laughs> it just didn't move me the way it moved you. I wish you got as excited as I do sometimes. I wish you were more like me. I think both of us ultimately, fundamentally want to change the other person. That is correct. To be more like them. That's right. I got to horror story for air travelers out there i always anytime i see an air travel story jeez i think of holly like an air travel story gone wrong just like just like yeah really this happened southwest debacle of 2022 remember that oh man how could we not jeez louise here's hoping the holiday travel is a little easier this year my my anyway listen to this story there was a Swiss International Airlines plane that took off from Zurich, Switzerland, en route to Spain last weekend. There was just one small problem. They took off without any checked suitcases on board. This was what? <laughs> This wasn't because there was like a bad worker who was in a My bad gosh. mood. It was apparently because they had no workers, but listen to this. So there was a lack of ground staff, is how they are describing it, to handle the baggage. So the flight was delayed more than an hour. Then they just decided to let the plane go so that it could keep the rest of its schedule that day. Well, uh, the fact that it was an intentional decision makes this a tricky part. No one told the passengers that their baggage <gasps> Wasn't on board. Wait for this. This is a nightmare. Until after they had waited for two hours at baggage claim. The airline says they were able to get most of the luggage to Spain the next day. And the rest arrived the day after that. It's unclear what they're doing to compensate the passengers, if anything. 
But here again, all right, guys, hey, behind the scenes here, should we just take this plane off because we want to get people to their destination? Sure, yeah, let them know that they're bagging. No, no, no. Let's not mention the baggage thing. Let's not ruin the good vibes we have. Then we land. All right, should we let them know now we've landed? Hey, good news, you're at your destination. Bad news, nobody has luggage. Mm, let's not. Then they go to baggage claim, and they stand there for two hours. No, they don't. Before they get notified. You're waiting for the beep to happen at the carousel. Mm-hmm. The buzzer going off. What's happening? Oh, Meanwhile, my gosh. This is why you always have to bring a carry-on. Always. Especially when you're traveling that far. Where was it coming from? Switzerland. Oh, Switzerland to Spain. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. What's your problem? What's yours? You're, why are you looking so confused? I don't like know I'm how far Switzerland is from Spain. Not Nobody that far. Nobody does. Okay, so it's no. not that far. No. It's not like us. No. They're no. close? No. Don't, no. Let's not get into the map, please. No I geography. Don't. No geography. Do they do they put all of the S countries near each other? Is that how the map works? <laughs> I'm not talking to you. I did not know that they were. I have no idea where either of them are. It's okay. For Leave a long alone. time. I think I thought Spain was maybe in South America. What? But I grew past that. I'm going to buy you a globe. Don't you shame me now. I'm not. I have a globe. I think you should have one as well. I, 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 we have a couple of globes in the house. Rarely do I reference them for geographical purposes. <laughs> it's just, it looks nice. Yeah, I love a look of a globe. Totally. You know what I'd like? What? I'd like a big globe. You okay. know those big globes that stands? It's on its own little stand you put it in the corner of an office or a library or a den. Sure. That's fun. That's what I have. A big standalone one? Yeah. It's on a stand. Your globe is on the floor and raised. That is correct. Not a shelf globe. That is correct. When did you get this globe? 2004. Why do you remember it exactly? Because it was a gift for someone who didn't take it when he left. Oh, you bought globe for an ex. Yes. Oh. Who was a present at the time, not a... Right, no, ex. nobody would try to lure someone back with a globe. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, Bummer. Yeah, but I got I got to keep it. How much was globe? Oh, a hundred bucks maybe. That's it for a stand-up globe. Yeah. Where'd you get it? I don't. Where remember. do you buy a globe? I, what What are you writing a book? I'm asking curious questions. I'm not, not sure. I recall. It has to be like. It was a Sky physical Mall store or something. No, the globe it was a, emporium. There you go. <laughs> Remember? Hi, welcome to Bob's Globe Emporium. You know, you there, need a globe. We got your globe. There are stores that are currently closed that I used to shop in that I don't recall the name of. There was a store like in Southdale called. It used to have art and home goods. And it was called something with a B. Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> I, no, I'm talking you got about it Pier, Pier One session. Imports. Nope. Ooh, nope. Pier nicer. One. Nicer. A little more upscale. Oh. By the way, I love me some Pier One. Oh, they're all gone now, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. It's too bad. Anyway, that's cool. Take a picture of your globe. <laughs> yes, I'd please. like to see like it in the context of your palace that you always reference. Okay. Um, I wonder if there's just a dedicated globe room. This is like geography headquarters. It's our situation room. <laughs> it's a huge fail. 
if it's geography headquarters. Anyway, <laughs> it's just standing up in, in like a room that doesn't do anything. Now I found this. Okay. What do you think? You ever been scammed? You ever felt like you got scammed on something? Yes, Steve. I did. <laughs> Thank you. Hold it. Remember? I ended up paying for someone's groceries that I thought were like three things, and I ended up spending $80 and feeling like an idiot. Yeah, this is a person who came up to you in the grocery store, sort of like, you know, hard up on cash. Hey, Mm -hmm. would you mind, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then they brought like a full shopping cart over. Mm -hmm. Something like that, right? Mm, Yep. Yeah. Donna got scammed. Well, I bet uh, you would probably bite on this. There's a woman on social media who claims to be a holistic coach, and she says... That people with diminished eyesight are told that they need eyeglasses or contact lenses, but that's a lie. What? And for $11 per class, she'll explain why. Her name is Samantha Lotus, and she claims that she offers, quote, simple, holistic, multidimensional healing. And her methods are, quote, backed by science. Quack. She also says that if you're closed-minded and want to stay a victim, this is not for you. All right? I like that sales technique. Yeah. Um, Nice. Seems like a little bit of a scam. Uh, So some of her webinars have had hundreds of people sign up, and if you do hundreds, you know, 300 times $11, you know, you're starting to make some money there. Um, Anyway, there is a popular TikToker named Mallory who says that she enrolled, so we don't have to. She uses her TikTok platform to debunk oh. misinformation and conspiracy theories. I like this. She might be a good follow. Okay. Uh, Mallory says the whole thing is basically a sales pitch for essential oils, specifically from the company that Samantha is a rep for. Shut up. Samantha denies that this is a grift. She says her teachings include tips on, quote, avoiding blue light, reducing screen time, using specific eye and neck exercises, and incorporating specific nutrients into your diet. Okay, lady. I don't know if this is a positive or negative. She's from Canada. And the Canadian Association of Optometrists says they are not aware of the existence in peer-reviewed scientific literature of any evidence to support those claims. Samantha, and hold on to your hat is not a doctor. Oh, no, really? But she claims that she has studied psychology, sociology, naturopathic medicine, as well as anatomy, physiology, and biology. Her website was set to private after she started getting some backlash, including the page where she hawked her essential oils. Mm. Um, We don't know yet. (laughs) (laughs) Is that live audio from one of her seminars? Exactly. (laughs) Sure was. Crack-a-doodle-doo. We don't know if any of her students have cured themselves or not. Okay. You ever uh, you ever been scammed online? They're all they're they're out there. Some things are very legit. Some things are not very legit, and it takes a good old discerning eye. Well, and also, you know, the IRS, fake IRS people who call, mm-hmm. and they're like, you've heard it. I still have the recording of this woman calling me, and I'm like, mm-hmm. And she's like, we're going to put a warrant out for your arrest unless you give us money. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> Karen, who sounds like she was calling from another country. And um, you got to be careful with those. Yeah. Don't fall for that. Donna went full you know, I don't know, pick a pick an undercover guy from one of your favorite 
Dateline kind of shows. Chris Hansen <laughs> took the mask off, and she was like, well, you're on the radio right now. Yeah. I'm playing this on the radio. This person's like, I'm recording you. I'm like, oh, really? Well, I'm recording you, too. Yeah. Don't fall for it, people. Thank you. And we're a mid-morning show with tens of listeners. <laughs> you understand me? Um, oh, man. By the way, uh, they, they did reference in this little article about it. They called it The Blind Leading the Blind, which reminded me of our Project Down and Dirty name. I think we should still be the brind leading the brind. With an E-D? With, with, a, a, with D? a D at the end. Okay. I think, yeah, that's the play on words. Okay, Steve. You got it. <sighs> Great. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. This has hey. been quite the journey. When we come back. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Coming out of an eyesight story, we will get into See Something, Say Something. I love it. And Donna saw something about the artist formerly known as Twitter... Mm-hmm. Now known as X, and Donna and X might be breaking up. That's right. And maybe you will too. Donna will explain when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Well, baby girl, Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Holly Roberts with us for one more segment. With uh, no further ado, let's kick it. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Many moons ago, Mm. I joined what is formerly known as Twitter. And the reason I joined was all because of Charlie Sheen. Say more words. Only reason I ever even went to Twitter was because Charlie Sheen was talking about tiger blood and mm. all sorts of weird stuff. And I had mm. to see it for myself, which is sad, mm. I know. But I was very interested in what he was talking about. It was captivating. It was. Genuinely must-see TV at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of stayed. And then I started using it. And it was basically my main platform for... Or it, it was the way I communicated socially was mostly on Twitter. Communicate. Then a guy named Elon Musk came along and started to make all these weird changes, including the name... <laughs> which he calls X, which nobody's calling it that, just so you know. (laughs) And now, 
he wants to make it a subscription-based service for everybody. What? Everybody would have to pay a fee. Hmm. So he was in a you know roundtable yesterday with the uh, Israeli prime minister talking about AI and safety. Mm-hmm. And he said that he's going to move to a monthly payment because that would be a way to fight against the vast armies of bots. He didn't say when or anything like that or how much, but I shan't be doing that. What say you? You're not really on Twitter, though, are you, Steve? I don't tweet often. I am on Twitter. Okay. But I don't tweet often. It's usually I go there to see what's trending. Sure. It's sort of it's it's yeah. a uh, a news place. Sure. Um, and we will have listeners who will who will tweet us. So just to to see those. Um, I guess my question would be this: If a paywall is an effective means of limiting or getting rid of chatbots or uh, robots and all these bots that are loading things up with all sorts of overwhelming amounts of speech or derisive speech, hateful speech, whatever. If a paywall is all that it takes because, you know, sort of like we have to check when we're going on certain websites, prove that you're not a robot. Yes. And uh, that somehow eliminates bots. So if it's like, oh, signing up with a payment is what would eliminate them, then my, my pushback would be, okay, if that's the reason, make it a penny. A month. Sure. And then, now most people aren't going to want to get, you know, put their credit card information somewhere else, whatever. But, you know, you could show that it's not really about the money if it's just, all right, that's essentially what we have to do to prove that you're not a robot is you have to go through and put your name, your address, and all this. I don't sure. know how that stops robots anyway, because isn't AI advanced enough to get all that? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is this. Why can't you just click, I'm not a bot? Here's there. how many fire hydrants. How many yeah. bicycles? Yeah. Somebody I saw a funny meme the other day that said, I thought my ability to love and connect and blah, blah, blah was what made me uniquely human. But it turns out it's identifying school buses. <laughs> Traffic lights. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Funny. Um, I don't know. It seems weird. Elon Musk. I don't have strong feelings one way or another about that man. However, I would say this is objectively true at this point. He has really complicated Twitter. Like, we are just way overthinking. It just feels like there's a simpler way to go about it. it, just, I, it everything that we hear about Twitter or X is sort of head-scratching or just sounds kind of dumb yeah. and not well thought out. And it's like, what's what's happening here? Great question. I wish I had the smarts to know how to fix that. Oh, I know you don't. Oh, <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. All though. right. Takes the pressure off. Um, in other news, Disney World had to close down rides after a bear got into the park. Oh. It was Frontierland. Typical. Right. <laughs> A little too on the nose, huh? Someone spotted the bear in a tree yesterday morning. It was near uh, Big Thunder Mountain, the roller coaster. Yes. 
around a dozen attractions had to close temporarily, including that one, Pirates of the Caribbean, the Haunted Mansion, the the um, Country, Country Bear, Bear Jamboree. <laughs> I mean, oh. this oh. is this is bear on bear crime that we don't need right now. And then the I know the whole park had longer wait times than usual. While the, um, I guess the Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission had to come in and deal with it. They put out a statement saying they were working on capturing and relocating the bear. I hope they didn't hurt that. They took him out in a tarp, they said. Well, just relocating him. Maybe he was just yeah. a little baby boo. Just hungry. Yeah. It's fall. we got to fatten up for the winter. Yes, that is, yeah. that is true. All right. Well, um, hey. they were back up and running by one yesterday afternoon. What part of the of Disney World did you say they found him in again? Are you going to check my pronunciation? I am, yes. It sounded like you said Frontierland. And I just want to know if that was a conscious choice. And I feel like you already knowing that's what I was going back for. It was, but maybe one you were uncertain of. I'll hang up and listen. That's the way I say it. You say Frontierland. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Frontierland? No, I would say, like, Fr- front. Like, not Frontierland, Frontierland. Like, go to the front of the room, not go to the front of the room. Do you say, I want to be in the front of the line? (laughs) Why'd you leave me alone? I'm asking, oh, don't you start with that, Donna, because I have tape of you stopping the show to make fun of how I speak. Don't play the victim here. Do you say, I want to be in the front? No, I say front. But if you put an earland on the end, you flip at the front. Well, I see tier in there. Frontier land. So I focus on the tier. Frontier. Frontier land. We're going to. Frontier land. Frontier. I think we're going to need a pronunciation. Here's my my concern. Why are you like this? My concern. Oh, gosh. I just hate that we have to go to the Google judge, jury, and executioner when we are not. Yeah, because you don't like it. Of this person's upbringing, education, anything like that. Frontierland. Hey, guys, let's meet up later um, at the Magic Kingdom. Do you guys want to meet in Tomorrowland or Frontierland? I don't know. That feels weird. Well, here's a pronunciation. Claiming to be in American English. The word in question. Stand by. Frontier. Okay. Okay. Yes. I needed that. I needed that. Yeah. Okay. So we're saying it like it's a U. Frontier. Frontier. Yeah, like we're saying the front of the room. Okay. Not like a frond, F-R-O-N-D. Okay, Steve, thank you. Donna, don't be like this. You, When I call you out, you play the victim and you make me out to be a bully. When you call me out, you're like, hey, Mike. Use proper grammar, please. Use proper grammar, please. I stand yeah. corrected. And Donna makes it sound more sophisticated. Yes, frontier. Yeah. Oh, I, let's go to Frontierland. I hear they have a nice piroga place. I'd go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Frontierland piroga. Holly, you should get out of here while you can. Yeah, I'm going to go to Frontierland. <laughs> That's what we call the prep room now. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, I like that. Alrighty. That's funny. Uh, we got Zamboni coming in next for hour two. Hey, we got a little music news. Yeah. Our new Monday Night Football song featuring Chris Stapleton and Snoop Dogg. Yep. Also, the iPhone ringtone as a full piano ballad. It's the thing you didn't know you needed to hear today. That when we return, Donna Steve, my talk.